Hey everybody, what's up? I'm Key. Welcome to the next episode of I Am Who I Am, Raw, Uncut, and Unfiltered. Hello, hello, happy Thursday. I want to wish you guys a happy, beautiful, and prosperous day. Now, like always, let's go ahead and jump right in. I want to start this off a little different this week just because I have pretty much been feeling, I don't really want to use the word tired or exhausted. It's not like I'm tired. It's not exactly like I'm exhausted, but I've just been feeling in a place of kind of being stuck and not really knowing what to do. And that's kind of been driving me crazy and people see it. But I'm trying to find a way to really manage that. And I just got off a call earlier and this woman told me that I am magical. And it shook my core and I wanted to shed a tear. Because I don't feel magical. But I know deep down in me that I am. And I know that I am a creator of my own reality. And I know that I'm going to have a great life. And I know that I am magical. You all are too. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and move on. I did want to talk about another story, something that happened also starting in Arizona before I moved back to Ohio. I want to talk about this, but I really don't want to go into the ultimate depth of this particular situation all I will say is that there was a time period where it was tough not only for me but for my sisters and it revolved around my mother and she had came to live with me and from that point things took an ultimate turn so much to the point where I really didn't have a option to stay in Arizona with that being a thing I had to move with her to Dallas and from that point things really just did not get better Christmas night of what 2021 we all got into a huge fight and I got in my car I packed whatever I could fit in my car (laughs) okay I packed whatever it was I could fit in my car and my dog and I got in my car and I drove that was the night my angels kicked in and called me to figure out where I was at, where I was going, 
All I knew is that I had to leave. All I knew. I was forced. I was pushed. Reason why I say I was forced and pushed, it, it wasn't because the actions of my family. It was because it was time. It was time for me to recognize and be who I am and who I'm supposed to be. And it's the craziest thing that, you know, you have to go through so much pain. In order to see the light and times get so dark. And. God has just been guiding for me and I didn't really understand it. And my relationship with God, with God has gotten so much closer. But everything that was happening, the craziness, the lowness, me staying in my room the entire time, me just being completely irritable, sometimes irrational, all of that was for a purpose. Okay. All of it was for a purpose. And I had to come to terms with my relationship with my mom and my sisters. And it became a thing where it's just like, you know, I love you guys. I want to have a better relationship with you. But in order for me to do that, I cannot be in the same space. I can't live with you. And it didn't take me until after that situation and everything that occurred happened in order for all of us to understand that for me, for, you know, for us to figure out what functions and what works for us, we have to be separate. I don't know why. I don't know how but that's how it has to be and it took me a while to understand that in order for me to gain the place and the things that I need to gain and where I need to be and for my mental and emotional health I have to be separated once again that's how boundaries are created I had to set boundaries on those relationships and I had to stand firm on what I knew to be true and what was an assumption and what was not really to be taken personally, but it was taken personally. And just to understand you have to be here in order for you to thrive there. And so for me to be separate, my relationships with my family and my sisters and my mom, they're so much greater. I hate for it to be that way, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Now, I got in my car and I drove. And I moved in with a friend. And then my dog became an issue at her apartment complex. So, you know, I had to go all the way back home to dads and I absolutely did not want to do it I did not want to once again I was depressed I was like where did everything go wrong 
But with that being said, I still found a way to be like, it's going to be okay. It's going to work itself out. My angels were calling me. My family that I hadn't talked to in years were stepping up. Those people who I kept saying, Kira, you got to get out of bed. Those were those people. We're not going to let you sit here and rot. You have to do something. They started stepping up and into my life in ways that just were absolutely like, I just like, I couldn't believe it. Because I've been alone. And I struggled. But they were there. And I and once I started to see that I have support, I was able to start telling myself again, Kira, everything is gonna be okay. Everything is gonna be okay. I started focusing on my nail business. I got a, you know, I got a job. I started focusing on my nail business. I started wanting to wanting more, wanting to achieve more, wanting to become more. I started seeing beauty and I started seeing life again. And this was an unfortunate event, but I lost my grandmother around that same time. But I gained another angel and she has been with me every day. I cannot explain how many times I see her birthday pop up on a clock, on a receipt, on a ticket. I don't, it's ridiculous, but I see it everywhere. I know she's with me. I seen it just now before I started recording this. I have her I have her ashes in a little necklace that I wear every day. And it says I used to be her angel but now she's mine. And it's in the shape of a heart and I wear it every day proudly because I care cuz she is with me and I carry her. Let me tell y'all how much I care I carry her. That story about me starting the coach softball. I did not believe at all that I would be a softball coach. Listen, it took for me to believe in myself that I could do this. The girls that I have talked to, have been with, have just seen transform. I seen girls who were shy and wouldn't say a single word to the point where they're literally talking shit. You know, like the little you know, shit talk that people do at athletic events. They're talking shit, and it, it, I, you know, that shouldn't be like really a thing, but to see somebody transform. I got a text message from a parent saying, you guys have inspired and put so much confidence in my daughter. I just love it. Oh, my God. 
last year, I found out that I couldn't apply for restitution for my nail license. I found out that the state of Ohio had changed the law for applying for reciprocity. So what that meant was, was that even if you had your license for years in another state, you cannot come to this state and apply for reciprocity, which is just a process of transferring your license from one state to the next. Typically, all you have to do is take a course and pay a fee. No, there have been so many people fraudulently getting licenses, nail licenses in the state of Ohio that they changed the law. And then not only that, they changed the law just a week or two prior to me calling. I was devastated. I had no money to pay to go to school. I was furious. I was hurt. I'm like, I did all of this work. All of this work. Because in in Arizona, the requirement for you to get a nail license is for you to take 600 hours of class and courses. So I went through the longest process, six to seven months of schooling to come to another state. Well, I didn't plan on being here, but I came back home, you know, I came back home and I'm thinking, okay, I could just apply for reciprocity. Nope. So for me, it was a slap in the face. And as it is for anybody else who's coming from another state, trying to come to Ohio and they can't apply for reciprocity to work. Especially with years of skill and training and doing this and doing that, going into different salons, buying product, you know, trying to build clientele, trying to find your niche, trying to master your craft. I was pissed. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I might as well just give up. But wait, God didn't let me give up. <coughs> Excuse me. I went over to my aunt's house one day and I was talking with her and her husband. And guess what happened? Her husband offered to pay for my nail school. I had no idea at all how I was going to do it. But I did it. Because a door opened. That was the hardest thing to do was to work an overnight job and go to nail school. But at some point, I had to quit that job because I was like, just things just were terribly going wrong at that job. You know, it it was what it was, but I was like, I can't do this. So I left the job and, you know, I had a little bit of money. So I'm like, okay, you know, I can buy me some time, you know, looking for another job, whatever. So, but, but that's key example. Like I had no idea, no idea. So I had no idea how to pay for nail school. I had no belief in being a coach. And all I had to do was pick up the phone and call and ask. And it happened. 
this season that I had with these girls, it taught me a lot of things. We didn't win any games, but my eyes have opened up so much. And just, like, my reward for coaching and being in these girls' lives is literally seeing them smile, seeing them have fun, being an ear for them when they need it. They touch my heart in so many ways. My nail career is starting to take off. I went to state board on the 28th, y'all. I will say it was one of the most stressfulest things ever. And even when we got to the tip blend, my tip and my glue would not stick to the hand. I went through Every single tip that I had, the glue and the tip would not stick, baby. It would not. I started having a mental breakdown during my state board exam. But when I walked out of there, as upset as I was, I still got an email and say, congratulations, you've passed. I am officially a licensed nail tech after starting my nail tech journey back in 2020 in the midst of a COVID pandemic. All my hard work is paying off. I'm getting new clients. I'm getting recognition. So many things are opening up for, and this is a world that I've created. That These last seven years, these last seven years were the hardest, absolute, most painfulest years that I've ever experienced. But it was my incubation period. I call the last seven years of my life my incubation period. Incubation means the process of incubating ill cells, bacteria, a disease, etc. What happens when you incubate an egg? When you incubate an egg. the embryo starts to grow and eventually you get a baby chicken and then it turns into a full grown chicken, right? And then it creates more eggs. It's creating. I've been creating. God has been creating a life for me. The number seven It means complete, wholeness, imperfection, ascension, and a life free of obstacles. I have made and paved my way. I'm continuing to do so, and God is doing it for me. I just had to be reminded of that.
I am magical. You are magical. You can create. You can take up accountability for your own life. It starts with you. It starts with change. It starts with making a way, paving a journey, the wanting to do better, the wanting to know better, the wanting to achieve better, being grateful for the process and taking the steps. You need action. You have to put your foot in action. Do it. All it takes is a little baby step or sometimes a big force. Sometimes a big force. The things that I've dealt with over these last seven years were hard as hell. Were hard as hell. I cannot tell you or explain the amount of pain, the amount of self-pity, the amount of disgust, grief, guilt, denial, all of that is I can't stay there no more. Seven years. Seven years that I did it. And I'm here. And I'm going to keep growing. At the start of this podcast, I named and I said, this year is about me. I want to become my true self. I want to be exactly who I want to be and who I'm supposed to be. I've worked my steps. I'm breaking my curse. I'm doing better for me. I'm always going to pick and choose me. Whatever it is that is in store for me will come. I am blessed. I'm going to receive my blessings. I know my worth. I know me. I know myself. I have faith in me. All those many people that said God gives his toughest battles to his toughest to his strongest soldiers, toughest soldiers, however the saying goes. Those people were meant to tell me that so they wait. So that way today I would understand and I would see my strength and I would see my courage and I would be able to forgive anyone who has ever harmed me, done wrong by me, and also to forgive myself. Because I've been so hard on myself all this time, wondering what's wrong with me. But the truth is, there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing. I am magical. I found me. I found me. And I'm not stuck. I've been feeling stuck for weeks. 
probably like the last week and a half, two weeks, I've been feeling like I don't know which direction I'm going in. I, and I keep saying this, nothing's bad, but nothing's good. I'm comfortable, but I'm uncomfortable at the same time, if that makes any sense. I had some, a, a cl- there was a client that was in the shop last night and she was like, yeah, I ran into your cousin. She told, you know, she told me that she get her nails done by you. Um, I want to get my nails done for my birthday. And honestly, I couldn't even say a word. And I'm like, that's not the reaction you have when you're supposed to get a new client. And I'm just stuck in a daze. And I, and I have, I've had no explanation for what it is that I've been feeling but today was my confirmation I have to step out speak out step out of that comfort zone and completely be magical be original be my authentic self and right now it's just my time to wait It's just my time to wait. And we all go through these periods where we feel like like nothing's really going on or nothing's really happening. No, something's happening. We just don't see it because it's not for ours to work on until it's time. So now. I can be at peace with knowing that. I'm in the right place at the right time. I'm at the right place at the right time. And I don't have to do anything but to continue what it is that I have been doing. I encourage everybody to stand strong in anything that you're doing. Anyone who is working on a business, a project, working on yourself, even those who are in a really tough time and you're trying to find your way and you can't figure out why all these things keep happening to you. Stand strong. Keep going. Don't let any of these things defeat you. Don't let any of them defeat you. You are not meant to be defeated. You have a journey. And the things that happen on your journey, they are hard. But that is what's meant for you, for you to grow. Keep growing. Don't stop. Don't you ever stop. Because when you stop, you never know. Your blessing may have just been right around the corner. Don't ever let nobody stop you or get in the way of your vision, your dream, your goals. 
you have it. Keep going. Keep prospering. Keep persevering. Keep fighting against adversity. No matter which way or how it comes. Fight it. Stand in your power. Know your power. And own your power. I'm going to keep owning mine. I love you all. Keep doing great things. Keep doing amazing and beautiful things. Don't let anybody stop you. No one. Because you have it in you. And you're going to receive everything that you're supposed to. I wish you all love. I wish you all happiness. I wish you all a most glorious journey. Have a great day. Peace and love.